Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So this is another episode at a time, right? Yes, it is. So this could run at pretty much any time in the future? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, a couple of weeks, a year or two, probably. Well, that kind of makes it hard to write a cold open. I mean, we can't use anything that might not age well. I mean, very true. We've been known to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, per the rules, right, we can't make a joke about anything that is likely or even unlikely to change between now and at any point in the future. Eek. Um, uh, Okay, well, oh, hey, how about this? Yep. Uh, Here we go. Boy, I'm really sorry about how bad your Broncos played this weekend. Uh, that they, how about that? That ought to be good for the next couple of years. A, it's only funny because it's true, <clears throat> and and two, I can play that game. Your Bears aren't looking very good either. <laughs> okay, well, we can just replay this one over and over for the next couple of years. <laughs> we should be fine. We should be just fine. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a released weekly podcast. With Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm hoping that by the time people are listening to this, it's going pretty good. How are you? You know what? You, you, you got to stay positive. You got to stay. You got to stay positive. Yes. That's all I'm hoping. Oh, uh, that's all I'm hoping. You're going on vacation. Well, so. at this point, I'm probably on vacation. Yes. I mean, right now as we were, yes, yes. Now, but when's now then, then we just missed it. Now we just now, anyway, when was the back in the, yes. Yeah, we did that before. So yes, recording it right now, I will be going on vacation when this airs. I will, I will hopefully be on vacation. Uh, probably depending again on when it, and it airs probably someplace in the, in the UK. So, uh, yes, actually when this gets released, it is possible that this is saving me from having i will be in the on the exact same island and then off the coast in the north atlantic that i had to sit in a car at midnight in 40 degree weather to record the podcast uh last time we were there so I remember that yes you were surrounded yeah. by oh sheep. no so do i yeah that was yeah so this is better i think so anyway <laughs> Well, we'll find out by the time I'll we're not, done. Yeah. Show's, show's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's our plan for this week then? Okay, so so we did we did one with we've we've done one out of time episode with an interview with with Danny telling stories, but this one we're back to um asking some questions. Um just uh, went through some icebreaker questions. We'll talk about those later. Those were mostly all terrible. So came up with some other questions. And per the time that we did this last time, started with name your best and your worst. But all the best stories aren't funny because 
they're they're the best. So we got rid of all the best questions and um, uh, the difference between comedy and tragedy. <laughs> uh, tragedy is when you fall down an open manhole cover. Comedy is when somebody else does. So this is uh, this is our worst uh, stories. We've come up with a couple, and we'll see where they go. This podcast is the worst. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> yeah, see, we're just we're just we're leaning into it. <laughs> this so, time, however, okay, I made a change. Last time, I knew all the questions ahead of time, and I surprised you with them. And yes. there was some feedback, yes, specifically from you. That, yes. that was not not was not ideal. Um, so so questions have been shared ahead of time. At, um, at least so we're ten just, minutes ahead of time. You got an inkling earlier today. Sure, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to start off with, okay, so the first one I started with was, what is the worst job you've ever had? Now, I'm going to say it can be the actual job, like the entire job, or it can be a specific memorable moment of said job. Um, I... Okay, so I've got I've got two Thanks, that Eli. I think I'm, we're not supposed to do that. Even in the future, I'm not supposed to do that. Sorry. Um, that that I so feel free. I'll let you weigh. I'll let you weigh in and tell me which of these two things you think were the worst. Um, I was working at the Hardin County REC. This was a summer job. Okay. Between that's freshmen. The, that's the rural electric that's the rural electric cooperative for, yes. for people who aren't used to uh how power gets out to farms. <laughs> and I was I was summer help for the Hardin County REC. And we spent one summer, my second summer, we spent trimming trees along power lines, which wasn't a ton of fun. But it was better than the first summer, which, while interesting, because we 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 planted power utility poles and strung wire, it was okay. very interesting. I learned a ton about how this whole process works. So what you do is you go along with the auger on the truck and you dig the hole. And then you come back through, and not only do you then lift the pole up and put it down in there, you've got to fill the hole back in with rock. Now, where do you get the rock? You get the rock from a dump truck that is then also driving along the road. How do you get the rock from the dump truck into the hole? By hand. Do you know who does that? Summer help. Summer help. Summer help. help. <laughs> summer summer helping more than others <laughs> none of the full-timers were it was the summer well, help. Oh, tyler adams and i unloaded two full dump trucks of gravel by hand <laughs> shovel by shovel. Yeah. 
Um, the only the only thing that would have made that worse is like on the last day, like after you're doing that all summer, the very last day, like in the afternoon of your last day, the guy pulls up with a pickup truck with a trailer attached with some sort of implement from Ver- Vermeer that basically the dump truck dumps onto a conveyor belt and they can put the conveyor belt anywhere they want. And the one guy who's been there for 25 years uses the conveyor belt. And, and then, and then you go, why didn't we use that all summer? And they said, um, we know what we, what we pay you guys. This is worth a lot more than that. So we, it's much cheaper for us to watch you guys do it than use the really expensive piece of equipment. So we only use it when the summer help's done. Oh, that that's 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 probably not wrong. They had they had a, a ton of equipment. The and the thing that we would wait for is when the storms would roll through then we would stop planting poles and we would go fix whatever the storm knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. So you both wanted the storm, but then you also didn't want the storm at the same time because that was hard work and a little dangerous. Um, I gotta, I gotta be honest, uh, repairing (laughs) high voltage electricity lines in the summer, in the middle of a storm. Um. Yep. It was, I'm sure. I'm sure you were thoroughly trained, though, on what not to touch. At one point, I tell you. At one point, there was a safety meeting. Safety meeting. That sounds like a really good idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they had their monthly safety meeting, and the summer help wasn't invited to the safety meeting. Because they didn't want to pay us the hourly wage for us to sit in the safety meeting. And all of the crews said, oh, hell no. And protested. (laughs) So that the summer help also got the safety training. Because, I mean, in their defense, should we do anything, they're the ones that are going to be affected. So they they raised Kane seriously and got us into those safety meetings if for no other th- reason than to protect themselves which I totally get yeah, yeah, now. No, yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that the question becomes are this are the summer help are they on cruise all by themselves? Oh no 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 no. You guys will be working side by side with them. Okay. All right, listen. Here's the thing. If they're just taking trucks out and going off and doing their own thing, I get that. Cool. S- whatever. Right. Yeah. But if you put one of them on my crew. Yeah. Yeah. I need them to know the difference between the live line and the not live line. So when I say, are we good? The guy says, I think so. And means it. I think so is (laughs) not good enough. I think so does not pass the test. I don't know. He sent me this thumbs up emoji. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I don't know that we had emojis. I, when I was doing this job, we didn't have cell phones. Seriously. Uh, no, but you no, there was just one emoji at that point. That's a, <laughs> that was, yes, that was, that was, that yep. was a clear emoji. It yeah. was, yep. It was yeah. absolutely. By the way, that, that was a single Eli. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that meant? I yeah. mean, that was more oh. of an analog emoji. <laughs> yeah. 
How about you? What was your worst job? I'm going to go back and fix where I said I had two. So, so how about okay. you? What was what was your um, what was your worst job? Uh, that would have to be the the what two summers that I detasseled corn. Oh yeah, uh, yep. Detasseling yep. is just terrible. Like, like get up at like four thirty or five, like four thirty in the morning, which you know I love. I mean, that's yes, you know that's... that really works into my schedule. <laughs> um. Get on a school bus, uh, uh, walk or ride my bike, uh, or something to go where the bus picks us up. Get on a school bus at 5 a.m., uh, drive for an hour out to a farm field, uh, start at 6 a.m., and uh, be dressed, uh, go into the field that is now completely covered with uh, dew. So the entire thing is wet. So you have to wear rain protection, which uh, rain protection doesn't breathe. So now you're going to sweat ridiculously because it's July. And even though it's 6 a.m., it's still 85 degrees. Uh, and start walking through, reaching up and pulling all the tassels off the corn. And when they talk about, oh, yeah, this this field's a mile long. Like, that's actually like, no, that's how the that's how the state's laid out. Mile grid. So walk a mile, turn around and come back and then have some Gatorade. And then move and then and then repeat um, until the sun gets high enough that it burns off all the dew and turns all of the corn leaves into uh, ridiculously sharp flesh cutters. At which point you have to ditch the rain gear, but you still have to be covered from head to toe. Um, you have to wear long sleeve shirts, jeans. Um, you have to wear a bandana. Um, you, you have to keep your face covered, your eyes covered, uh, because it will cut you. Um, and wherever is not exposed will then immediately get corn rash, which is a thing. Uh, and even stuff that is covered will also get corn rash. Um, have lunch about 10 o'clock by sitting in a ditch, um, eating out of whatever in your cooler, wrap it up by about two o'clock, uh, take the one hour bus ride back, go home, crash and do that for two to three straight weeks. Uh, that was terrible. That was just. Uh-huh. I never, terrible. I never detasseled. I never detasseled. I mowed lawns. Um, among other things, among other summer jobs that I had. Um, I, um, I mowed lawns for the real, for one of the realtors in town who, you know, had me go mm. mow the lawns for houses that were sitting empty and I needed to, they needed to have them mowed so they look good to try to sell them when the homeowners yes. weren't there. So that was, that was what I did. And I would um, hop on my bike. If you can envision this, I would hop on my bike, one hand on the handlebars and one hand back behind me, dragging my push mower <laughs> along <laughs> through the streets of Iowa Falls to get to whatever address I was supposed to go mow. So that was how I made money before I could drive, before we had Pizza Hut jobs or Met Theater jobs or anything else like that. So yeah, back, this was, the tasseling was what, 13, 14? Yeah, because uh, I must have been, because it was before everybody could get real jobs, because if you could get real jobs, you wouldn't do this. So yeah. it was uh, it was it was farm labor jobs. Uh, yeah, I also remember 
uh, whichever one of the two years I did it, that was the year that uh, Citizens Bank uh, got taken over by the feds. I don't know if you remember that. And it became yeah. uh, Greenbelt Bank of Trust. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. So I remember, uh, I remember Mr. Lindemann, uh, uh, a middle school gym teacher ran, uh, ran the, uh, the, that he's the one that employed everybody. We're talking about people, people, it's people, 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 (laughs) listen, people, (laughs) did I do it justice? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, sorry. So, so he got, Lindemann, well, yeah. he got, he got, he got wind that the, uh, that the bank was on, was going, he got wind that the bank was going under and was going to be taken over by the feds because, uh, literally as we were walking off the bus, he handed us paychecks and said, you need to go to the bank and do this today. Cash this today, cash this today. Make sure you go cash this today. <laughs> FDIC took care of everything. I think we were fine. However, um, he wanted to let us know that uh, if you want your money, and not have probably it be delayed. Got two hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eek. yeah. So, um, yes, that was uh, that was um, yeah. I will I will throw out. So so those are both like our pre like pre jobby job things. Um, I will say as a professional, I'm just going to, I'm going to drop this one in here real quick. Um, I worked for a software development company, terrible company. I have all sorts of stories there. It's fine. Whatever. Um, the, one of the worst parts about that job was, uh, that we had a version of our software. Let's say it was version 5.1. And then they came out with a completely new version of the software, not completely new, but it had new features and worked a different way. And then we all had a meeting and they explained to us that that new version was version 5.1. And we said, but they're different. And they said, I know, but they're both version 5.1. And we said, could we call it version 5.1a or nope, no, it has to be named the same. And we said, yes, but, but they're not the same. Uh, so our documentation that says version 5.1, we had two different copies of version 5.1 software. And when we would get on airplanes and travel across the country to go install these, we would ask which version are we installing for them? And they would say 5.1. And then we would say which one of the 5.1s. And we weren't, we weren't allowed to differentiate between them. Um, and I thought that was nuts. Is this yeah. is this the same company that gave you holiday gifts with the website URL wrong? Yes. Okay. Yes. The ones that okay. gave us coasters. Well, that's very nice. And then somebody realized that they had misspelled our own URL on it, so they had to give it as holiday gifts because we couldn't give them to the customers. Yes. Now. <laughs> Sorry. I figured that that, that was the went same on company. F- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have stories. Um, That went on for about six months. And then one day there was an email that said uh, the second version 5.1 is now version 5.2. Okay. And we went, what? Now, officially, I have no idea what happened there. Unofficially, what I was told may have happened hypothetically 
they're not a company anymore, so I don't think they can come after us. Dwayne's like, what do you mean us? <laughs> yeah, I'm, really, I'm, just I'm just here. Listening. <laughs> For the record, I'm just sitting here. Reportedly, I was yes. told through sources that we were trying to land a very big newspaper chain because this was newspaper software. We were trying to land a very, very big newspaper chain. They had a requirement for like five features that had to be in the software. They also, in their contract, had said that it has to be installed in at least three other locations. Three other places have to be live on this software before they would then sign a contract. Well, those five fixes were not in our existing software that had an install base. So we had people on, let's say, 5.1. We had like 10 customers on 5.1. So we wrote a new piece of software with the five fixes they wanted. But if we called it 5.2, we had no customers on it. So therefore, we had no installs, which means they wouldn't sign a contract. But by naming it the exact same thing as an existing version, even though it had different features, we technically could say that that version was installed with all the new features that no one was using. And when eventually that large newspaper company figured out what we were doing and didn't sign our contract, then we said, well, guess we can call it 5.2. Anyway, that was difficult. Uh, there was a lot it's of conversations about, wait, okay, which, which version did you guys buy? 5.1. Do you know, I'm just going to make it, do you know if you guys bought autocorrect? Because I don't know what 5.1, that was six months of my life was. <laughs> yes. It just, it stuns me that this company is no longer in business. Shocked. This is yeah. my shocked face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I think, I think we've, I think we've done pretty good on that one. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Nope. Nope. I'm, uh, okay. I'm good here. I'm good here. Okay. What is the worst class you've ever taken? Could be in high school, could be in college, could be for work, could be something that Amy said, this sounds like a good idea and dragged you to. <laughs> I wouldn't go with one of those unless you've talked about it with her already, but it could be any of those. Did you have to do a class before you got married? No. Okay. No, I did not. No. That's not my example either. I was just curious. I... That, that just, just apropos curious. of nothing. I just yeah, popped yeah, into was, mind. Yeah. No, I don't know why. Out of, out of nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Yeah, honey. yeah. No, no. I pretty much had to uh, call up Reverend Bob and answer cash or check. And I think yeah. that was about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, interesting. Interesting thing that has nothing to do with this question. Um, I think I would I, say. I will. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was going to go if you needed some time to think about this, but go ahead. No, I think the worst class that I ever took was, remember how at one point back in the Wayback Machine, we talked about how Amy took Anatomy of Whales because she needed a one yes. credit class to just finish out her science requirement? Yes. I had, I had a, I don't even know what category this fell in, but I needed 
a semester of a foreign language okay in college okay and i thought to myself well, well i took 4 years of german yeah surely i should be able to knock out a semester of college german i was wrong ein, ein, ein semester ein ah <laughs> uh, nine nine semester should have been my option whoa this is the deep end whoa yeah wait, wait whoa what? oh you expect us to actually speak in german not just laugh about not speaking in german oh really oh Huh. Das ist nicht get, gut. Das ist nicht is, gut. <laughs> no. Did you know? Did you know even a little bit? Even ein bisschen? No. No, I did not. <laughs> I knew at that point exactly the same amount that I know right now. I can, if I happen to be standing in the right spot, tell you that the library is right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> very situational. It is very. I have very situational German skills. Um, <laughs> Can you tell me how to get to the library? Someone might ask me and I can motion them to follow me for three blocks until I can tell them it is like Undieka. You, you may even walk right past the library and they go, no, 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 no. no," And then take them around the corner and then say, ah, Glycumdieka. Glycumdieka. That's right. That's what I can tell them. (laughs) And, and that's pretty much it. Taka Uwe. I was going to say, and you can only have conversations with people named Uwe or Thomas. Right. Yes. And I can ask them if they live far from here. Wolltest du weit? Yeah. Anywho. um, Yes. So my worst class would have been the semester that I took of German in college. How about you? Um, I have. So I, I know. I have a runner up. I originally I was going to go with I took an accounting class at Iowa State. Oof. Did I need one? No. This is when I went to college and I was new enough in college to say, you know what, I should try taking different things, right? You should take electives. And so I picked accounting. Huh. That was a stupid thing. Like again, that's on me. That's on me. Like <laughs> Understand, I am not saying that the class itself was without merit or the worst class on at Iowa State. I am saying that I made a terrible, terrible decision. However, compounding that decision, it was an 8 a.m. class. Oop. And it was 90 minutes, Tuesday, Thursdays. So 8 a.m., 90 minutes. And I had a job. I worked at the public radio station on campus at, uh, at Iowa State. I worked the overnight shift, so I worked from midnight to 7.30 in the morning, and then after staying up all night, I made a direct beeline to the business building to sit in a 300-person auditorium (laughs) to listen to accounting principles (laughs) for 90 minutes. I slept so much during that class. (laughs) But that wasn't my worst class. My worst class. I went to Iowa State because even though I grew up hating the Cyclones and I I had a Hawkeye-themed birthday party, I was all in on the Hawkeyes. Cyclones, Iowa State was the enemy. I went there 
for college because I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. Yes, you did. And if you're going to go for aeronautical engineering, Iowa State is a pretty good place to go. Um, Looked at other engineering schools across the country, ended up going to Iowa State. In order to be in, uh, to get into the aeronautical engineering pro- uh, program at Iowa State, you have to go through some prerequisites, including the very first one, my very first semester, Calculus for Engineers 1. It is a washout class. They don't have as many spots in the engineering school as people who want to be engineers. So the classes need to make sure they get rid of people. Very similar to, um, now that I think about it, I've never thought about this, very similar to freshman basketball. Um, there's a very few spots on the varsity team. Uh, there's a lot of spots in freshmen, and by the time you get uh, you get to JV, they have a conversation of not all of you are good enough. Uh, most of you shouldn't come back here tomorrow. You know who you are. Don't make us cut you. Um, which worked for me. That that happened in this class. Um, the guy that taught it was um, I. I took we took some we took some calculus. There was some calculus included in our in our senior class with uh, in high school, and I knew some calculus going in, so I felt pretty cocky. And immediately, I didn't understand a single thing. And if you asked a question, the professor um, would simply repeat what he said slower and louder, the way that you do if somebody doesn't understand English. So you just slow down and speak loud. That's all he did. If you, he never explained anything a different way, he would just X is <laughs> equal. Oh my, that was his teaching style. However, he knew that his classes were, um, his tests were pretty difficult. So luckily he gave extra credit. His extra credit on his test, however, his hobby was 18th and 19th century uh, Russian history. So extra credit on the class had nothing to do with math. He gave you uh, 18th and 19th Russian history uh extra credit uh, questions on the quiz that you could get bonus points on if you didn't do well on the math portion. He also told us no one has ever answered one of his bonus questions correctly. My Um, my guess is you had about as much chance of getting the bonus questions right as you had the regular questions. Pretty much. (laughs) Like the entire test could have been in Russian and I wouldn't have done worse. Um, anyway, so after six weeks or eight weeks of that, I realized I was no longer going to be an aeronautical engineer and I learned what, how to drop a class at Iowa state. Um, at that point now I'm still in my first semester at a school I never wanted to go to be doing a program, uh, outside of a program that I no longer knew what to do. Um, so in some ways that was a really good class because it, it very quickly let me know what I was not going to be doing for the rest of my career. However, uh, uh, that happened fast. Um, that happened real fast. (laughs) Hey, welcome to class college. Um, and the reason why I said I knew some, I knew some calculus in high school when I left the class, I knew less. He confused me so much. Not only did I not learn anything from him, the stuff I knew he literally pulled out of my brain. I knew less about calculus after taking the class than I did when I walked in. <laughs> That's oh. wow. Yeah. 
that would have been that would have been awesome. Um, I will say, by the way, this wasn't just that class though. Uh, I was in a fraternity. Fraternity was mostly engineers, which is one of the reasons why I went to the fraternity. My roommate was a nuclear engineer. Uh, nuclear? In- no, sorry, he was an electrical engineering uh, major. Uh, his that same semester, my first semester there, he came back from one of his finals, and I said, "How did the test go?" And he said, "It was so hard. It was so difficult that he, at the end of the test, went back to put his name on the test." And he had to think about what his name was. <laughs> wow. And then his and then his comment was, I'm only 50% sure I got it right. And I said the test, and he said my name. And then he said, It's 2:30. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> so anyway, um, maybe, maybe, maybe the calculus one saved me. So <laughs> There you go. Toddlers, if you have oh, if you have the worst job you've ever had to do or the worst class you've ever taken, if you want to try to top our stories, please, um, you can text us, you can email us, you can come on and you can tell your story. We will be more than happy to listen to those. You could, you know what? You could leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. We haven't done this in a really long time. You can leave us a voicemail. <laughs> oh, we still I'm have that. I'm not even sure. Oh, that's that why you number... keep texting me every three months. <laughs> that's right. I'm not even sure that the number still works, but if it does, it's 515-257-6272. That's 515-ALSO-CPA. And if you want to know how we got that, you need to go back and listen to the episode about Al Slappa. <laughs> Danny's like, oh, I got to go find some more. <laughs> Now, uh, I think I think we got a little bit of time for just a few lightning rounds before we wrap this up. What I will say is okay. I went to, to get ready for this. I went to go look for icebreaker questions because I thought those would be good for us to talk about. And I've looked at a whole bunch of them. Yeah. What I'm going to say is most of these lists of icebreaker questions are complete crap. Um, I think they're terrible as icebreakers and they're even worse for what we're trying to do. This one happens to be the number one list in 2023 icebreaker questions for work. Here's what I'm going to say, by the way. Nobody should use any of these because most of these will divulge your an- your answers to your secret questions for all of your password recovery stuff. <laughs> hey, what was your first car? <laughs> what was the street name you lived on? Those aren't icebreakers. They are getting information from you. So be careful about that. Um, here's the number. This is the... As a meeting professional, I... I, I yes. can attest that these are absolutely awful and I haven't even heard them, but I know they're going to be terrible. I hate icebreakers with a red hot passion. Yes. So these are questions that we did not, I did not choose to ask ourselves mostly because there's not, there's really no good stories here. Um, although I will throw a few out and if you want to throw an answer out, feel free. But now this is red. the number one list in 2023, according to, According to teambuilding.com, their fun icebreaker question, the number one question for fun icebreakers that is on the number one list of 2023, do you fold your pizza? Who doesn't fold their pizza? And the, Some people eat it with a knife and a fork. Oh, thanks, Don. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, wait. <laughs> Do I need to play the other theme? Yeah, we'll pull out. We'll pull out. It's fine. No, we'll just, okay. we'll, we'll just, you know what? We'll just okay. keep keep turning. Okay. Um. Uh. I mean, I, I don't even need you to answer these. I'm going to read just a few of these. Okay. What fictional family would you most like to join? Would you rather be reincarnated as a cat or a dog? Zombie. Um, if you could try any food, <laughs> what would it be? Um. What is your go-to karaoke anthem? You're making a big assumption there. Um, pick your favorite decade. Tell us why. Um, bu- 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 let's see. The thirties. Um, really? Yeah. That that may tell a lot more about somebody. The thirties in Germany. Wait, what? No. <laughs> this is done. <laughs> this is done, and nobody talked to Uve. Okay, this 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 went from fun to uncomfortable real quick. This is what we want you to bring your whole self to work. Uve, no, not you. No, go go stand glycum dieka. Okay, just um, answer to all your questions. Is money or Nazis? Then, then they have a category here called funny icebreaker questions. And I want to tell them, I don't think they know what the word funny means. Um, including, here's one of the funny icebreaker questions. Okay. Is Hugh Grant funny? Um, what? what? Um, <laughs> yes. Have you ever been to a funny comedy show? That's a As opposed to an unfunny one. Yes. Well, I've been to yeah. both, but okay. Yeah. Oh, here's then. Then you get down the list. Now we're to the good ones. <clears throat> you know what? I could actually probably use some of these. I just, everything says what's your favorite or what's your best. And I should just change all of these. To uh, be what's your worst. I and mean, then we go. Number 47 is what is your best class in school? Ta-da. See? Okay. Yes. I took, okay. I took it yep. and I turned it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Dwayne, these will be helpful for you. These are the best icebreaker questions for meetings. Okay. Um, imagine you would, no, you no longer have to work. How would you spend Tuesday? Imagine that you weren't trapped here. <laughs> <laughs> What would you be doing with your life if it weren't for me? If I don't know were. that it's a good icebreaker question. I don't know that that's right? helpful. Yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that we shouldn't be doing that. Uh huh. Oh, hey, number 77. What's the worst job you've ever had? Ah, Nailed hey, it. There you go. Nailed it. Yep. Yep. Um. Let's see. <laughs> hey, number 83. We covered this one. Do you know how to speak more than one language? No. I know how to cover the one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, now those were the best icebreaker questions for meetings. There's also good icebreaker questions for work. Okay. This one, this one is, would you rather live close to work or at work? What the hell? Have they watched severance? Like what? (laughs) This is no good. I thought we were trying to get away from work from home. And yeah. Oh, we fixed it. Guess what? You you can work from home 100% of the time. 
if you move here. <laughs> if you move here. Absolutely. Yes. It solves the problem. There you go. <sighs> yes. Um, <laughs> here's one. Obviously, uh, obviously, an agricultural lobby has got into this one. Would you support National Avocado Day as a work holiday? Okay. I mean, that's one way to go. Um, I mean, there's probably some other holidays we should recognize first, but, you know, whatever. Um, oh, and this one. What is the best work holiday? Once again, you're stuck here at work. What's the best one where you get to leave? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Does somebody need to be fed uh, ooh, this, behind you? I, I have no, I, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I, I don't think he likes the questions. Oh, I'll believe that. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. There's some good team questions. T E A M. Um, can a lone wolves be part of a team? Okay. That's not an icebreaker. That is like something that's like, that's like an H that's like a Harvard business review, like study case that you, uh, you have, have something. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see community. Oh, and then they do have these just, these are helpful. Inappropriate icebreakers. Inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the fun ones, though. Like, if you really want to get the meeting off to a start, here you go. Here's a couple of them. Hey, how much money do you make? <laughs> this one. Oh, HR is going to love this one. Hey, who's your office crush? <laughs> this one. This one, I'm sure, is perfectly fine with HR. You ever seen a therapist? <laughs> hey, what's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Anyway, um, so that's on the list. Now they did point out it's the they did point out it's the worst, but they are counting them as icebreakers. So anyway, I'm I'm scouring these lists to find something interesting for us to talk about that, that's not that. <laughs> um, however, uh, I know that you also you've been talking you've been carrying around a a, a pack of uh, cards with sort of like party questions on them. So. Um, my darling wife buys these boxes of questions. This one is called Chat Pack Favorites. That's Chat Pack, not Rat Pack. Um, and so you can just p- randomly pull out a question as conversation starters. It says on the box, fun questions about your favorite things, ideal for dinner parties, road trips, vacations, family gatherings, Educational activities. I mean, we're an educational podcast. Sure, why not? Uh, fun with friends. Try so then it gives you some suggestions. Feel free to reword or alter any question in the pack. Why have them if you can? Never mind. Um, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. So you wrote them, but you're telling me that I can rewrite them. So what did you do? Okay. Try to avoid one word answers. Okay. Sure. Okay, so let's grab a couple of random ones here and see if Amy's chat pack is any better than what you came with. Favorite way to help people less fortunate with than you. Oh yeah, that's a that's a barn burner to get uh that's really to get the conversation flowing. Really does, doesn't it? Yep. Uh favorite household task, leaving it. 
pay, paying paying the house cleaner is my favorite household task. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite nickname of someone you personally know. No, nope. and by the way, by the way, you got anything there, TP? No, but... <sighs> I was just going to point out. Sorry. <clears throat> Go uh-huh. ahead. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're gonna be. Um, <laughs> he, you're asking that, and uh, pretty much in high school, uh, like almost everybody on the basketball team, all the starters and everything, everybody had a had a nickname, but every nickname was their name shortened somehow like the laziest form of nicknames <laughs> everybody was just short jason rusley became russ russ todd bickney's became bick chad whitaker, Not a lot was, of effort. Chad Not whitaker a, was wet yeah i think people are now starting to yeah, see yeah. The, the the complex pattern we were using to give people nicknames well except me Yes. I was the pearl. Yes. Because there was a basketball player for Syracuse. There was, when we were in high school, there was this basketball player for Syracuse. There was Dwayne the Pearl Washington. So I was the pearl. Again, they didn't, I mean, it was somebody else named Dwayne that had this nickname. They didn't actually make it up or anything. It was, you know, whatever. Is that where that came from? I always assumed that um, basically they said that this this pearl was was so sort of nice and good looking that we have to make sure we just keep it over here away from where all the action's <laughs> going on so it doesn't get scuffed up. But it, it was and it was it was Dave White and Dan Hensing that gave me that. That was that was Dave that was oh, there was, well, was Whitey. Well, there you go, Whitey and um, what was Dan's nickname in high school? I believe after he was named the six six sophomore sensation in the uh, in the yearbook, and he hated that that everybody was scared to give him any other name. <laughs> he really did hate six six sophomore sensation. <laughs> okay, um, all right. What uh, last card? Last last, last, uh, uh, no, last that one here. That one's not any good. So okay, give me another last one. Nope, that one's not any good. Nope, that one's not any good. Nope, that one's not any good. I'm sensing a pattern here. Favorite, oh, hey, here we go. Favorite time to roll out of bed on a lazy weekend morning? Afternoon. Monday. <laughs> you win. <laughs> good answer. Nice. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, thanks, sweetheart, for the chat pack favorites. How about that? Anything else? What else were we gonna? We're we gonna do something else here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's the bonus round. Uh, okay. And this one's just for you, Dwayne. Uh, <clears throat> worst mode of transportation in high school. My bicycle. I don't know. Did you ever ride in the Dodge Omni? You remember that car? I do not. No, I learned to drive on a 1982 stick shift Dodge Omni. 
There's a lot to unpack there. That's, you know, <laughs> yow. And when it died blissfully, we got we got this very nice Chevy Cavalier, which was touted as America's favorite first car. Do you know why it was America's mm. favorite first car? Because no one bought a second one of them? That's right, because no one ever bought a second one. <laughs> Once you've owned it, you'll never go back. To what? To a different car? No, to that one. No, to yeah. that one. That was, yep. Um, so we had that one that got driven around, but then we also had... Um, we had a conversion van. Do you remember the conversion van? Why don't I remember that? We had a no. I or don't. We had a we had a van that had four seats and a bed in the back, <laughs> and we drove. I mean, it was a it was a couch that that flattened out into a bed. Yeah, yeah, and, that makes it better. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, because yeah, that's helpful, <laughs> right? Um, we took that van to uh, Mount Rushmore. We drove anyway. Mom, mom and dad drove the van, uh, and it was great to load everybody into. And off we went. We took that van. I drove the van full of a whole bunch of us to Oskaloosa, maybe to see Sonia compete in the Miss Iowa pageant. And and we were full. The van was packed to the gills with all. I don't. Did you go on that trip? That remember. does not ring a bell. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay, uh, we were. <laughs> this is full. where Dwayne goes. Oh yeah, we didn't. In- we didn't invite you. Oh sorry. Oh, never mind. I mean, never, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you must have been yeah. busy detasseling that weekend or something. I don't know. Um, Probably. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we drove. I drove the van occasionally, not often. I drove the Cavalier more than anything else, uh, but I learned to drive on a piece of shit Dodge. Om- excuse me, Dodge Omni. What was you? I mean, you drove the vet, didn't you? Drive a vet? Chris drove a vet. No, no, no. Yeah, Sho- Chris, Chris had the Chris had the show vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, got vet. Yeah, I got to get yeah. in the vet. Yeah, show vet. Yeah. No, well, no. So, so while you were while you were riding the bike, I had I had that sweet sweet Honda Spree for oh, two yeah. years. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, so the. That was limited, unlike all of the Honda or all of the Yamahas, mine was limited to 25 miles an hour per law, state law. So uh, I would always fall behind, sometimes even falling behind you on your bike um, <laughs> because it wouldn't really, it couldn't keep up. Um, however, the way that they had it all hooked up was uh, going downhill. The governor didn't kick in. So when we all went, uh, I wasn't allowed to ride on the highway, which was really smart. So when we went the back way to the mall or Pizza Hut or whatever, we went down the hill. Uh, yes, then uh, then I could I could get up to 40, 45 miles an hour on that thing and then let everybody whiz right past me. Um, yeah, so that was uh, there's 2000 miles put on that thing. Yeah. And then I and then I moved into the then my first car was that black car. Oh, yeah. Um, did you know that my e-bike will do 20 and your spree topped out at 25. By law. By to, to be yeah. fair, by law. <laughs> what was what was the black <laughs> car? What model was that? It was a Pontiac Sunbird, 1980. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. 
with with what everybody what multiple people referred to was the high windows and the really low seats so it looked like you could only see like from my nose up from the side because i was sitting so low in the car which you know was really a good look for a high school guy and um it was rear wheel drive and the tunnel that went to the back seat the back seats were um put on either side of the tunnel the tunnel was so high that the seats there was carpet between the seats where the tunnel was going on because you had to sort of sit at an angle. Um, yes, that was, yes. and that was when I got my freedom away from the spree. This was, this was the, um, ugly step cousin to the firebird. This wasn't a firebird. This is a sun. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 And if it was an ugly cousin, it was like ugly cousin third removed or something like nobody looked at that and went, boy, I can see where that came from. Like, is that a firebird? Oh, no, it's a sun. Like, it was like, what is that? Like, but you know, it worked. I mean, you know, it's first cars. You take what you can get. Somebody drove who drove an RX-7. Somebody had a sweet ride. I remember somebody having an RX-7. Well, clearly on episode three of Out of Time, uh, that that nobody that we didn't go to high school with is going to listen to at this point. Uh, we will have to answer that question and more about growing up in Iowa Falls in the late eighties. Even on Hiatus Week, the music is still Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prinz and assistant visiting scholar. Got to get the title right. Assistant visiting scholar, Dwayne Johnson. Wherever you get your pods, just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. Uh, you can stop by and see us at the Tuba City home. Uh, no, wait, wait. We're going to be on hiatus, so office is probably not staffed. Kevin? Kevin, are you staffing the... No. No, he's... No. Okay, so don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to go see your valley. And you can send your feedback. If you have feedback on this episode or any other, send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? I swear, when you said that you spent a summer planting power poles the first thing that popped into my mind was like you had ones that are like two or three feet high and you dug a little hole and you put them in and then you watered them. And then, and then the guy, like the full-time guy goes in 10 years, these things are going to grow up and hold those wires up above. Got, got to see how the crop's coming in. <laughs> I guess they're that's self, not how that works. They're self-replicating, right? It's they grow their own. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. That's how that works. Although, Although technically to get them to be the poles, they had to be grown to be the pulse. So they've all, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's that seriously. That's what came to my mind is you just walk around with a bunch of like little, little power pole saplings and a little water bucket and just like, well, here we go. That, that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> oh, at some point Although it would have been a lot easier. Would have needed, a, you would have needed a lot less gravel. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely fair. <laughs> Uh, we'll clean the gravel up and anything else at some point. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a live episode. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Mm-hmm.
Favorite Olympic event to watch. Favorite thing to cook, bake when company is coming over. Favorite restaurant to eat at for a special. These are terrible. <laughs> on the other hand, ooh, favorite Olympic. Uh, I get to be that guy, though. Favorite Olympic event to watch mm, on TV or in person. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Todd. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, why did we invite him? This is why we didn't take you in the van. <laughs> 